Welcome back to the My Online Schooling podcast, the place where we talk to staff, parents and pupils to find out more about life at the online school. In this episode, we're speaking to another of the teaching staff at My Online Schooling. Bethany Jimison is going to open up for us what life is like as a teacher at the online school. So we're going to find out what her favourite aspect is of teaching at an online school, the extracurricular clubs available at school, including health and well-being, something so important in 2021, and how the children create friendships despite not being physically in the same place. That's all in this episode, so come with me now as we hear from Bethany Jimison. Bethany, thank you for being here and welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Um, lovely to be here. I'm fine, thank you. Yep, had a busy day with online teaching. Today I have had three hours of English and had an hour of maths in between. Okay. And um, it's now 4.30 and ready for my day to end. <laughs> <laughs> and what year groups have you been teaching today then? I've had years four, year five and year six. Okay. And which ones have been doing maths? Which ones doing English? So we had year four English, year five English, year six English, and then another session with my year fours where we had maths today. Right, right. And what sort of things are you teaching in English at the moment for those year groups? So for all of the year groups, we are using a book or a novel as kind of like a context. And so we're teaching English skills, literacy skills through that context. So... At the moment, we have been reading this wonderful book, Weslandia, and we are in year four creating a brochure about this imaginary world. So they're learning lots of skills like introductions, conclusions, mm -hmm. um, using fronted adverbials. So to Ooh. talk about place and time and the manner in which something's happening. So that's what we've been doing in year four. Year five, again, very similar using a um, specific context. Um, we looked at the book initially mm -hmm. um, to help us with our English learning and the skills that we're developing, but also looked at moving image, so looked at the film as well. So okay. today they were ordering and sequencing the film and they're going to be able to retell the story by the end of next week. Wow, okay. Lots of different aspects of literacy and the skills that mm. they need to learn throughout Key Stage 2. Understood. Right. Thank you for sharing that with us. So, Bethany, let's jump back a little bit in time. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got into teaching and how you were first introduced to the world of my online schooling? Yeah. So um, my mum is a teacher. Mm -hmm. And so I think from a very early age, I spent any day off that I had in school that my mum's school didn't have off. We spent me and my uh, two sisters and younger brother spent in my mum's school. Um, so I think we were kind of immersed in education from a really young age and I would say that was the only thing that I had in my mind throughout high school that I wanted to do as I was getting older. Um, so I did lots of work experience um, in schools and in education. I went off to the University of Stirling mm -hmm. where I studied primary education with a specialism in the environment. Mm -hmm. So. We did a lot of geology, we did outdoor learning and learned about how we could put that into place within our education um, setting. And then I actually had my probationary year in um, Scotland where mm -hmm. we have to pass the first year and meet certain criteria. And for me, I ended up in my old primary school. Okay. 
Was that strange? It was it was actually really nice because I was familiar with the surroundings and mm. I think it was a really good place to start off with. And there were a few teachers there that uh, had taught me and, you know, it, it is nice to have those connections around you whilst I mm. suppose you're going through something that's quite, can be quite challenging and mm. um, moving from mm. university into a full-time um, job. So, yeah, mm. it was a great experience. I taught primary two, primary two, three and primary six there. And I spent almost three years there when I then decided to move to Australia. Okay. So my sister was living out in Australia and she really inspired me to kind of move on from, I suppose, moving back to where I have, I was brought up. And so I went off to join her in Australia. Okay. East coast, west coast? She was in Melbourne. Okay. So I initially headed to Melbourne, Mm -hmm. um, down the south which was great. I absolutely loved it. Hmm. Um, And she was at the time working in an office with an admin role. And that happened to be my online schooling's office. Okay. Um, So basically she got me into kind of the idea of teaching whilst I was over there because I kind of thought about trying something new, doing something different. I had a plan to be an au pair. So Whilst that was all going on, I had this in the back of my mind. And Mm. basically, she continued with that job. I moved on up to Sydney, where I was operating for a family um, in the suburbs of Sydney, which was a fantastic experience. Got to see all of the sites whilst feeling very comfortable in Mm. my environment. Mm. And my sister came up from Melbourne with her crew from work and the office staff from work and um, Tom from My Online Schooling, the founder of My Online Schooling. So it was there that we met and I thought, actually, this is seriously something that I would be really interested in. Hmm. So I knew that I would have been going off to travel um, and going to different places. And I thought, you know, My Online Schooling seems like a really good opportunity to allow me to have that flexibility and move around the place whilst doing something that I love and enjoy. So when you first heard about the concept of online education, what were your initial thoughts of it? I mean, I thought, I, I would say my thoughts have completely changed since since the very beginning. I thought mm. initially from kind of like where my setting was being in Australia, I thought, right, this is an amazing opportunity for people who live in remote areas mm. or remote places mm. or who um, do a lot of travelling. And I mean, that's kind of what I connected with as well, because my situation was very similar. However, I would, since coming back from Australia and being based in Scotland, I would say my kind of idea around that has completely changed. It, the, the kind of children that we get and the kind of people that are attracted to the online um, schooling environment, it's just so diverse. They come mm. for so many different reasons. So although I, I was attracted to the traveling side of things, there were lots of children when I was teaching in the Australia time zone that were attracted to that as well. Um, here in the UK, many of the children access it because mainstream school hasn't been quite right for them. They've mm-hmm. got additional needs that can be met through online teaching. And mm-hmm. for me, that's definitely something that I've realized along the way that actually it's not just for this niche little group of people who live in remote places and who like to travel it's for Mm -hmm. for anyone and everyone 
Hmm. And what sort of needs do you mean when you talk about some of the pupils? Um, so a lot of them have additional support needs. So that could be children suffering with anxiety, with depression, with mental health issues, also um, children with autism, ADHD, and you know a wide range of circumstances that could either affect their learning, impact their learning, or be some kind of barrier towards their learning. Mm. And therefore, online schooling really helps them to access learning in a, in a positive way. Okay, so tell me what it's like then at the start of a lesson, maybe if you want to engage the pupils in your class as much as possible. In a traditional bricks and mortar environment, a teacher might go into a classroom and sort of, you know, I don't know, clap their hands and say, right, you know, today we're going to do this. And you kind of G everybody up in a physical environment. How do you do that when it's all online? The the first thing I would say is, can honestly say with my classes in the junior school, they come in and they're so engaged and enthusiastic <laughs> without me without me even doing anything. So, I, you know, I think that is a reward within itself is that, you know, loads of the children there are so happy to be there. And it's such a positive learning environment that hmm. they're they're all there ready to learn. However, we do have in all of our lessons, the way we set them up, we have a little introduction, an opportunity for the children to have a little chat, talk about their weekends, how they're doing that day and what lessons they've had. My year four classes love spending the first few minutes of lessons doing that, showing me what they've been doing in between lessons, bits Mm of um, homework that they've been completing. Um, And then for every single subject, we have like a, a starter. So I call them speedy starters. So it's a little quick activity that might be a bit of revision from the lesson beforehand. It might be a bit of an introduction to what we're doing in that lesson. It could be a game. It could be a short video, a short song um, to to grab their attention and, and to engage them in the lesson. Amazing. It's incredible. It really is. So tell me about your favorite aspect then of teaching at My Online Schooling. What would that be? So I think basically I really like the aspect of health and well-being, that kind of side of things. Mm. And so on a Monday evening, I do health and well-being club um, for the seniors and for the juniors. And for me, that is the most important thing and most rewarding thing and most exciting aspect. Um, For example, you get children coming into the class um, who perhaps initially might be very nervous or quite shy or have barriers that prevent them from putting their cameras on, microphones on, or or talking in the chat box. And I think for me, the most rewarding and interesting aspect is seeing how that progresses and develops over over time. I mean, uh, it was just on Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been teaching a boy in my year six class since the beginning of the school year, so since um, September. Mm -hmm. And... He contributes so well within class. He's engaged. He answers the questions. He's um, very able. However, I had never seen him before. Never heard him speak. Right. And on Monday, we were building rockets, creating rockets in science. Um, We had a little STEM project, science, technology, engineering and maths. And he decided to switch on his camera. Wow. And for me, that is that definitely has to be the most rewarding thing that for someone that's been such a, a worry, a concern, and all of a sudden there's something, a realisation that just makes them mm. think, actually, 
I'm comfortable in this environment. I'm happy to be here and I can go for it. Tell me more about how you felt when you saw that camera switch on for the first time. I mean, it definitely putting an, uh, a face to the name is, is something that is a extremely strange and different concept um, to what you're normally used to when you when you teach someone you you see the person mostly before you see the name um, mm. and so that was such a nice aspect of it but also I suppose in a kind of selfish way is that all of that work over the year the little bits and pieces had built up to to create a child that was confident enough in my class and with mm. the other pupils and I think it, it made me feel great. I mean, I, I'm sure he would have seen my face light up and um, the rest of the class as well, because it's not just me who doesn't see that. It's everyone mm. else in the class. And so, yeah, it was it was incredible. Mm. And how do the pupils go about making friendships, given the fact that they're all online and quite often in separate places as well? Yeah, so... I mean, in the most simple way, we have, in my classes, we have the chat box open for anyone to talk to, anyone to have mm. conversations with, um, which is, I think, a great way to start. You know, you, someone might just say, oh, I, I played Minecraft at the weekend, mm. and that's how they make connections with each other. We use breakout rooms as well um, on Zoom for our tasks, activities um, every day in mm -hmm. our lessons, so therefore... They're, they're getting the opportunity to work in a small group and get to know each other, have those kinds of conversations as they go along. And then kind of out with the classroom environment, we've got assembly where they all get together once a week and see each other, sing songs with each other, look at other people's learning. And we have on our Canvas page, which is our other platform that we use for my mm -hmm. online schooling, and we have a junior common room page so okay. there are discussion boards open where they can go and talk about themselves. They can post um, hobbies, pictures. Uh, we have house meetings as well. So we've got our four teams at My Online Schooling named after famous space shuttles. Okay. And they go there once or twice a month and they complete activities. For example, one that we held um, a couple of months ago was interview a friend in your, mm -hmm. in your team. And mm -hmm. so they got to go away with kind of like a clipboard and a piece of paper and a pencil. And they asked um, each other questions and found out facts about each other. Oh, wow. It was unreal when they all came back and got together and said, actually, I found out that this person only lives two hours away from me, even though they're on the other side of the world. Or, you know, they used to live where I used wow. to live. Um, yeah. Or we both have this in common. Um, so yeah, it's really, really fascinating doing it that kind of way through our house teams. And then we have our clubs as well. So clubs mm. that are free for everyone, accessible for everyone and a great place to make friends. Tell me more about those clubs. What clubs are available to pupils at my, my online schooling? Um, a huge range. We've got Health and Wellbeing Club that I mentioned mm -hmm. earlier where we're developing our skills to cope with any mental challenges that we might face. And there's also fitness club okay. um, on a Friday afternoon, ending the week with some fitness. And that can range from yoga to Zumba to some boxing. We've mm -hmm. got green club. So all about living sustainable lifestyles, looking after our environment. There's film club, book club. Okay. Right. Um, maths club, a huge range. 
that's suitable for anyone and everyone. I mean, I think almost all of the children in my classes attend at least one club um, mm, for a bit of fun mm. a week. Wow. Now, let's jump back to Australia for a second. And this is a question for you, nothing at all to do with my online schooling. What's one of the things that you miss most about Australia now that you're not living out there? Oh, I mean, I'm here based in Scotland and I think I would have to say it's the weather. <laughs> <laughs> today on um, a May day it's chucking it down and mm. um, yeah in, in Australia the weather was just great the light evenings you know just finishing work and then being able to go out and about in the evening down to the beach being warm enough definitely liked the food over there as well especially in Sydney they had mm -hmm. a wide wide range of um, food uh, lots of Asian food, which I really, really enjoyed. And down where I live here in Scotland, it's quite remote. So we don't have those kind of opportunities to go out and try those kinds of foods very regularly. So, mm. yeah, definitely those two two things. I, I imagine the, the, the opportunities for trying sort of Asian food in Scotland, it's probably not quite the same kind of quality as that part of the world either, no, is it? No, definitely not. Definitely not. No. Okay, and then to flip that around the other way, if you're out in Australia, let's imagine that you're out in Australia right now, what would you miss most about Scotland? <laughs> I think it might be a cliche, but um, perhaps Iron Brew. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I loved love it. And yeah, loved it when I came back home. And some of the food here and drinks here are uh, very, very different to over in Australia. I, I think part of that is to do with the healthy lifestyles that Australians live and lead uh, mm -hmm. compared to us here in Scotland on a general kind of basis. And ignoring COVID for a minute, which other country would you most like to go and visit? I would love to travel to South America. Okay, um, right. If, yeah, if, if COVID wasn't, wasn't a thing, um, I would love to, to do a bit of travelling in South America. Which countries? Colombia, um, mm -hmm. over in Australia. I met a lot of Colombians and I would really like to be immersed in their, their culture. It sounds amazing. Mm. I've mm. got a friend living in Argentina. Okay. Um, so definitely those two would be on, on my list to go and travel and visit. But closer to home, I have considered uh, moving to or kind of spending some time in Ireland as well. Mm. Mm. So yeah, that would be a nice in-between step. And of course, if you did move to Ireland, you'd be able to carry on teaching with my online schooling. There's yeah. no issue, no dramas there. No, yeah. And that's that's the thing. They, I mean, my online schooling have always said, as long as you're you're within a time zone that is suitable, you know, we can make it work. So, yeah, it's very flexible. Very good. We need to bring this episode to a close in a minute. But if anyone's heard anything and maybe wanted to get in touch with the school, what's the best way for them to reach out right now? And the best way for you to reach out would be to go head over to my online schooling website and there's a little box that pops up there and it says contact us if you've got any questions. That would be probably the best way to go. Perfect. Well, look, Bethany, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for coming on to this episode. It's been great to hear all about your teaching experience. It's been good to hear about health and well-being as well. And thank you for sharing all of that with us. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a lovely end to the day. 
So that was Bethany Jimison talking about life as a teacher at My Online Schooling. As always, a huge thank you to Bethany for coming onto the podcast and talking to us all today. Now, if you have any questions at all about anything you've heard, then just visit the school's website. You can search My Online Schooling on Google and find it straight away. And also, while you're there, don't forget that you can follow this podcast channel because then when each episode is released, you'll get a small notification just to let you know that it's available. So go and do that. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode. We look forward to seeing you again soon. Bye for now.